Thank you, Craig. Okay, great. Yeah! Yeah! Today we're going to Iowa and South Dakota. And we're going to get to Washington, D.C. And we're going to take back to Catholic. I mean, we just watched it last week. Like, well, this guy was ahead of his time. He could have found his audience. <laughs> he was a couple years ahead of his time. He could have what? found a real audience a few years later. What if he found out that that weird shaman guy was actually Howard Dean in a really elaborate <laughs> costume? He's like, I told oh, you yeah. I was going to do it. He That'd was like groomed by Howard Dean. Dude, I don't know. Also, we should start every episode of 2023 off starting with uh, talking about Howard Dean. What about Jimmy Dean? We're gonna have to get creative with the Deans. I did no, just cut see all this out. I did just see Jimmy Dean in a James Bond movie. That was weird. He had a little bit part in uh, Diamonds Are Forever. I was talking about just sausage. Oh, I'm talking about the real man. I'm talking about I don't the, know sausage. the real man. <laughs> so you're just a sausage fan as well. I just know the Jimmy Dean sausage. I, lo- I love breakfast food. He's, he's a con- he was a country singer that put his name on sausage like Newman's own is for dressing. Like oh, Jimmy yeah. Dean is a real guy. Oh wow, dude! Sometimes yeah. the products we make out, yeah, right. They out, they outlive you. I it's thought awesome. he was fake, like this is Butterworth. That's what I thought too. I thought Jimmy <laughs> Dean was a fake sausage man. Hey, don't talk about my wife that way. Sorry. Also, wait, Jimmy. I thought... Jimmy Dean's my wife. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, Mrs. Butterworth. You can't tame her. All right, you guys. All right, I'm gonna do this. I'm going to do a clap or whatever. Hello. Welcome to the Genuine Wrestle Boys, a podcast of four friends made better friends through a love of professional wrestling. My name is Matt Stone of the Caldwell Stones. Hello. My name is Isai. Oh. Mm, nice. That's nice. Uh, my name is Zach. Oh. All right, you two just oh. gingerly sauntered on into this episode. Mm, yeah. All Craig is nice. here with us. See, our tagline is still correct because we've got Craig the recording. Um, bear got producer dog. Craig. Mm-hmm. Yeah, exactly. There will always be four friends, but that's only four. Though. Mm-hmm. Only four. We've, it's we've exclusive. Had <laughs> Any more, and it starts getting complicated. And as Avril Lavigne once said, "Why you gotta go make things so complicated?" Yeah, and that is actually a great segue into exactly what we're gonna be messing around with here today is a complicated story of a 77 year old man just up and deciding to retire one day the family business changes hands no reason either no no reason he wanted to retire just you know what i'm a little tuckered out today i mean can we just be honest he worked hard he he did nothing wrong in all of these years of running this massively successful company and he earned a, a retirement at 77 he could have retired earlier but he made the call and and everything was going smooth until it wasn't. And that's what we'll be talking about here today. Yeah, so, I mean, I, I let's say pretty much like any wrestling form of media is gonna like has just been talking about this. And so, I mean, obviously, we're gonna jump on the fucking train too. Mm-hmm. We're, we're 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 not we're not fucking gonna miss out on this big opportunity to talk about just the fucking shitstorm. We're not just going to go into an NXT fucking review right now of what happened on NXT this week. I mean, honestly, it's like a wrestling story where in the sense of the the good, the bad guy, it's like a loser leaves town match. 
In this case, it was also sexual assault, uh, sexual misconduct allegations and misuse of company funds. Makes a loser leave town. The fucking baby face is the head of creative. Everyone's happy. And then one night right before fucking mania season, the lights go out. And guess who comes back, baby? The, no the man no one wants to see. The man no one wants to see. What was the name of the Oh fuck, why well, can't think of his name? The guy the other Vince Lackey that was on that got reappointed to the board. I was gonna make a joke that, that was the guy that nobody George Barrios? Yeah, George Barrios. Yeah. <laughs> but what's so funny too is like I mean So before we so... start uh, pontificating on things, let's yes. get the uh what has happened. So Vince McMahon wanted to get back into WWE. The board said Fuck you, no. Especially not while we have government fucking like probes looking into us right now. Just chill out. We can facilitate a sale. Mm. And you will bring in the review team. So Vince wrote a letter and said, Fuck you. If you don't bring me back, I will not sign off on any media rights deal or any uh sale. Mm-hmm. So pretty much just said, fuck off. I'm coming back and I will strong arm this. And so you'll either have to bring me back or the company will just essentially go under. Because um, it will. Like, it lives and dies by media rights. So he gets elected back to the board with Michelle Wilson and George Berrios, who are former vice presidents of the company, former board members. And um, it is to negotiate a sale from what he is saying. He right now is not running day-to-day business or creative um, for WWE. It's to negotiate a sale and um, he really c- can't like he he does have a lot of power to like force his way in like this but he's like you know a lot of people i see a lot of people kind of doomsday like speculating because they hate vince and as you should um going mm-hmm. like oh he's just gonna come in and start running creative again you'll see you'll see i'm like kind of can't like that that is something he doesn't really have power to appoint himself to do like the board is separate from operations of the company i was wondering about that because like at this point i think i kind of think it's all willy fucking nilly it seems like but i don't know let's start though let's go back a few months to kind of where all of this starts uh in like late may or sorry may what may 19th last year 2022 stephanie mcmahon it announces that she's stepping away from the company spent time with family just focus on the things that are important in her life. Just taking a, a break. And so she leaves. It's basically business as usual. They kind of fucking shit on her, though. Remember that right after she left? Oh, my God. I just re- I had to look this May up. 18th? May yes! 18th? May 19th! Same thing. See, no evil day. Day. <laughs> See no evil day. <laughs> I knew I, like, that date. I'm like, mate, why is that such a big... So May 19th is the, they were doing this weird storyline with Kane in conjunction with the movie he starred in, See No Evil. And so that's where Luke Gallows, dressed as a shitty Kane, came out. And like they had this weird thing. Where he just kept like muttering May 19th and it was the release date of the movie. But like it was this weird kayfabe breaking thing. Well, it kind of sounds like a fucking, it sort of sounds like a premonition. A premonition. Or Steph, just, just the a... big cane mark that chose that exactly. day in tribute. Exactly. Loves Big Glenn. She and Tegan Knox. And then, like, yeah, I remember they were like, oh, 
there was like public things about how WWE made statements that like she wasn't good at her job as the chief brand officer. Like they kind of pooped on her on the way out. So it was like some reports that came out where certain things were kind of alluded to and said, um, where they essentially buried her on the way out. People were speculating that Vince forced her out, but it was a Stephanie thing, and she had told people about it months before. Um, because I like, kind of right around when Hunter was going through his stuff, it was something that I think that like that Hunter thing really kind of changed a lot of their perspectives on things. Mm, I think so too. Um, it just you know, I could see this being a thing that we show t- to people that don't follow wrestling to uh, explain this whole situation. Um, Hunter Triple H. Stephanie McMahon's husband, former wrestler, um, head of creative now, he had had a heart issue and been, almost died the, the October right. before this. So, you know, October 2021. Um, so that that that's really the start of this whole thing. That's like the start of this whole, like, Succession-esque story right. going on in WWE right now. Because a couple yeah. weeks later, uh, like early July, July 8th, Wall Street Journal article comes out about how Vince McMahon agreed to pay like $12 million in hush money to cover up some sexual relationships he'd had with employees. And that that money, they're investigating where that money came from. And likely, you know, seems like it was coming from the, within the company. So these, this article comes out, it becomes big news. There was other big news happening at that time or right after over with AEW as well. And this is just where it feels like wrestle, wrestling, anything that happened within the world of like creative on-screen wrestling has not stuck in my mind since this really started happening. There's yeah. one storyline that I'm like, I want to see how this ends. And that's the bloodline. And that's okay. it. Oh yes, and that like, was pre-existing. So happening. Yeah, it's like right. a pre-existing condition here. It's not like yeah, and it's not like wrestling has been bad since then. It's just that these stories have dominated the the obviously the CM Punk elite stuff in AEW, and then this story. But uh, so that happened in or June. That was like what early. No, yeah, sorry, early July. Articles come out, and then July seventeenth. Wait, I'm getting my shit fucked up. June June 17th is when um Vince uh uh voluntarily stepped down, quote unquote voluntarily. Stepped so down. okay, so it was early June that the articles come out and then mm. June 17th he does decide to step down after coming out on SmackDown. I remember that being like then now forever together. And then he so introduced like, John Cena like on an appearance. Yeah. And then like a week later he volunteers to step down and Stephanie comes back. So, so Stephanie had come back when he was like, I'm going to step back from my day-to-day. I'm not retiring. I'm just stepping back. So Yeah, he didn't retire then. yet. Yeah. June 17th is when he stepped so down. So was it necessarily stepping down? He was stepping, like, I'm, I'm on a, like, a leave. I'm on a suspension, you know? I'm going to leave them yeah. my duties at this time, but essentially pretty much just saying, we're going to just see what happens, and then he can go right back in. Kind of mm. just put that. And I believe is I think it's after that 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 second article came out as well. And then yeah, there were, there were a series of them because like yeah there was a couple big ones and then there was a lot of like little like reports kind of kind like almost like reporting on the reporting like on like right well, yeah, yeah. kind of filling in some blanks but then the the kind of the bigger damning ones kind of come from uh, the next month when it is then found that it was company money 
that it was used for Vince McMahon and that he was like misappropriating company funds um, um, for include, these including WWE as a company having to adjust its earning like its earnings reporting um because they're mandated to because they found 12 million dollars extra that had been spent at some point along the way by Vince McMahon um yeah. no what... further details about it come out at that point and because like they're obviously they're not going to volunteer that information but it comes like basically the amount that had been reported on or like one of the amounts that had been reported on, you know, being paid, suddenly they're like, yeah, we spent that much more. Mm-hmm. Forget about it. Like, don't that's worry. Kinda, we speculated at the time, too. It's like, and it's so unfortunate, but it's like, it's not the content of like the credible um, allegations against him, too. Like some of which very, very much like are like violent sexual assault and stuff. It's the fact that he was fucking with company money that started to get real attention yeah, that, that's literally the this. thing, is that, like, mm-hmm. it was, because it was then uh, affecting the shareholders, and it's a publicly traded company, and so when it starts fucking with the stock price and with actual profits or anything that could be accounted for, they're like, hold on a second, motherfucker. Once the, this... once the fruit starts uh, once the fruit starts going rotten, you gotta get Johnny Ace out of there, because he's also fucking... Yeah, so Johnny Ace was fired <clears throat> first. <laughs> And he, yeah, they were just. I think they were like, trying Johnny, to make him have... the, the scapegoat. Like, see, exactly. we're doing something. I'm too exactly stupid. I'm I'm too stupid to know what an alibi is. Yeah, they. I feel like Johnny Ace was supposed to be the fall guy, uh, but then it just the heat didn't turn down. So Vince McMahon does announce, out of the blue, for no particular reason, on July 22nd, that he's going to retire, uh, and and step and now now officially step down. He's entering yeah. retirement. It's just, just fucking drop that on Twitter. Like that was the most surreal thing. I think for all of us, because it was just like this thing that we kind of all fantasized about happening was right. basically like, man, the day Vince fucking dies, dude, mm, because that's that gonna be so the, good for this product we love. That then was the just, prevailing thing. Yeah, it's like he's not because like Vince isn't going anywhere until the day he dies. That was just like set in stone, basically. And then yeah, out of the blue obviously in the middle of these investigations, but out of the blue, he just is gone. And that's when Stephanie McMahon and then Nick Khan are announced as the like co-CEOs of WWE. And then like a couple days later, Triple H, who is back after his heart incident. And he was already back before. He was kind of back for Mania, doing kind of some different roles than what he had previously done. He is then announced essentially as head of talent relations, um, and then it, and then head of creative, then it morphed into what his position is called now, which is chief content officer. And so since yeah. he's also on the board and then also kind of has that kind of executive spot, that's where there is some, it, like th- there's a little bit more to it than just Vince saying, Hey, I'm like, I'm fully doing this. Mm-hmm. Um, and so like, yeah. essentially he would, like it would have to be like a force out, which is, I mean, something that you don't know how it would end up going down. I mean, Vince has his his yes men around him again with Michelle Wilson and George Barrios, even though he fired both of them. Um, Dude, yeah. But but that's what totally plays into all of this is just strategy and business shit. But like, and I think, I was going to say, I think there's reasons as to why he brought them back for it and why they're okay with 
after getting fired, but we'll get into that as we progress. Well, like, I mean, yes, you know, glad, glad handing. Yes. People will like do that again. They'll like return to the, you know, the, the person who fired them because like, they're eager to start saying yes again. Like Johnny Ace would be back in them. Like he would be back and like literally go out and eat shit on live TV to get his job back, you know, from. Absolutely. I think there's a, a different, a different thing that the, why they're back, but well, yeah. can... they're, they're business people. They're oh. making moves like it, right. That's the thing to keep in mind through all of this too, is everything that's going on in this big news about Vince coming back and a sale, all this stuff that we're currently living through the the lowest priority lowest rung priority is the the product that comes out on tv mm-hmm. so unless like the product is affecting um like sale negotiations like yeah. if there is if there was a consistent note across all interested parties for buying wwe that like this is something that's wrong with your product it would be fixed the next week you know like right. or fixed yeah, exactly according to what they say the issue is um otherwise yeah. no not at all and that's what's what's like i think it was so heart-wrenching as a wrestling fan when it's like vince is staging his comeback because since july when this all all these kind of pieces get moved around to keep the the you know keep the ship afloat we've seen like you know kind of like what you were saying zach like this kind of dream scenario of like oh what if triple h gets the helm of the book and he gets to write the shows and like product, you know, the shows were getting fun. Like Raw's always going to be three hours. It's always a long show, but shit like started like getting more cohesive storylines started feeling stronger. People that we miss that were like the people we loved at NXT are starting to get pushes and like more prominence. It's just like fired are going so and good. Are, you know, people, we performers that like we love, but we're fired due to a bottom line, like being a bottom line issue. We're coming back and doing creative stuff. Even like the worst of the shows right now is still like better than it was before. You know, like the Bray Wyatt stuff, I think kind of sucks, but it's better than the Bray Wyatt stuff was before he left. And it was more prominent on the card back then. And then like, like now, like the shows that like, if they're quote unquote bad, it's just cause they're just long and maybe a little nothing happening. Whereas before yeah. the shows that were bad were like actively bad. Right. Because there was this, that, that filter that we've gotten so used to of everything gets written for an audience of one. And that's what we kind of, and then they make the best of it. We got to see that filter kind of lifted off and it was just, a, it was refreshing. And so like, it, you know, I mean, we go through the summer, we go through the fall and it's just like, it's fun. And then there's this dynamic now that's happening with the other show as well with AEW that they're kind of floundering. And so there's this sort of like, uh, not like floundering is bad. Like obviously they're still pulling in some numbers, but everything going on with the elite and CM Punk, all this. They were just having some growing pains. Mm -hmm. And then, and while the, the, what they had kind of the leg they were standing on or the crutch that they leaned on a lot was like, at least we're not the fucking other guys. Now that, now that other side is starting to really like shape up and it seems like morale's up. People are, yeah, like you were, Corporate culture apparently is even like, apparently like night and day. Like everybody was yeah, like, "Oh, like, it it's a like, great place to work." Right? People kind of let their shoulders down. They're not on eggshells as much. It just sounded like, "Oh, this is actually not maybe the, you know, such a place that people want to leave." That they, you know, that AEW can lean on that. 
And so they've been, the dynamic between the two shows has been very interesting. And now I think it's funny that AEW seems to be kind of landing back on its feet somewhere. And this shit, WWE is popping back up because Vince, yeah, he writes that letter of intent now in January. I, I, don't, I, don't, I don't know. Um, I don't know uh, if they're landing on their feet as much. I mean, I guess they just have like a new presentation a little bit. Like they have some storylines that are going. I got to I'm, go to a Rampage taping, so that was fun. I'm more interested in their product right now than I was back then. And I think some of it's because Tony Khan is intentionally focused on the product a little bit more than he was back then. Yeah, all they bring me is a bunch of lies. (laughs) But like, um, I don't know. I now that we're kind of talking about it over this sort of era that we've been in the last few months, has there been anything in WWE? Obviously, the Sammy stuff, the Roman stuff has been gold. The stuff with Kevin Owens, like these stories, just make so much sense. I'm trying to think of other stuff like Ricochet has been so nice coming back. Judgment Judgment Day, Dom speculation about like who might be showing back up in the royal rumble just like it's all the possibilities that were now possible like there's gay working there's in japan hope. there's hope yeah. is what it is big hope i mean exactly. uncle just howdy it's just, <laughs> howdy. It's just oh, fun loving it and so with this letter of intent that vince has now written before now we before we before we jump super in i want to give it up for la night he is working his fucking dink off to really try to get this over Mountain Dew pitch black match, yeah. I don't know what the fuck that means, but I'm going to be in that match, yeah. Let me talk to (laughs) you. I mean, yeah, if you thought a a Punjabi prison match was hard to watch on TV through the cameras, get ready for a pitch black match, dude. I I just hope that uh, Vin Diesel's there. If it's a night vision, I'm game. I I just hope that Vin Diesel's there. Playing Riddick. Oh, dude, yeah, Riddick. <laughs> Just a Riddick run in. They already have a Riddick. No, he has to die, dude. That don't be madcap. Their tag team could be called the Chronicles of Riddicks. <laughs> uh, <laughs> Riddicks. And then Rob Deerdick comes in. He's like, "Did you say my show?" And like, "No, <laughs> your show's ridiculousness." <laughs> Figuratively and literally. You own MTV now. You are MTV. That is the Mm. ridiculous ridiculousness channel. You say a Mountain Dew big black match? No, pitch black match. Oh, my bad. That's me. That's all me. It's (laughs) fucking our truth. Oh, my bad. But yeah, Vince fucking strong arms his fucking dink back in. And that's the thing. Like It's such like a... And there was this feeling right through the whole time, like it's like. Hold on, I gotta take my dog out. She's whining. Oh, don't take your wiener out. I'm going to. I gotta take my dog out real quick. Nope, that's there okay. it is. Oh, <laughs> yeah. oh and that. we're there. That's Abby. <laughs> yeah, Abby's gotta go potty, and sometimes that happens. I we'll get more into it, but I am curious. I wish I wait for Eastside, but I want to get your take. Hmm. Do you think in all of this, in all of the particulars, because things have been happening pretty fast, at least as the time hmm. of recording this, like, yeah, Vince McMahon is coming back on as, like, the executive director of the board. I, is he back in as the CEO of the company, effectively, He's, like, too? No, I don't. Uh, chair, or no, is that still Nick Khan right now? That's Nick Khan right now, I believe. 
Yeah, because yeah, well, and we haven't talked about Stephanie again, which we will get to, but like I, I guess from a creative standpoint, do you think as as like from a fan place, I don't think I don't see why they would be shifting those pieces around right now if the whole goal is just to sell the company before a new TV deal comes out. Yeah. Or do you think Vince is back in the chair of like, I don't like this? I I think he's coming in with only the goal the only goal is to sell but i think he's a fucking lunatic who loves power more than anyone well like you know i was actually i was talking to my dad about this recently um like trump learned from his friend vince mcmahon how to be how he is in a lot of ways a lot of like he already had some of that but like he learned from vince a lot and there's a lot of similarities. You shouldn't be surprised that if he makes really stupid mistakes in the for the sake of ego. Um, right. I can only the creative stuff getting shifted around. I could see, um, just to be a power play, but we'll we'll fucking see. Who the fuck knows? Right, because that that's exactly what it would be. It would just be him fucking swinging his dick around because he can. If he decides to like really shift around the, you said we're talking about if. Vince now being instated back into this position, you know, on allegedly just to sell this company. But like, do you think he's going to take, would you speculate that he'd put in the effort to also take back the seat of the creative control or just leave that how it's running? I think right now, as they're going through a sale, I think like aside from this, I don't think he's in a mess with a lot of other stuff while they're going through it. Yeah, my um, point was kind of that, like, I I think that's probably his intent and probably what he actually will do, but you never know with him. Like, he could just get mad about something and do something really fucking stupid and start messing with stuff. In a very real in way, the, he's in a the loose name cannon. Of ego. Yeah. He's, yeah, exactly. And, he, and I, I don't know, like I said, I, I don't see something happening while the sale process is happening, but once ink dries on some paper, I kind of all bets are off at that point. Right. Um, depending on where it goes, because I'm pretty sure a lot of companies that are going to end up buying it aren't going to be very happy about having Vince McMahon run it. And I think he understands that. But with getting like a big offer, um, I think he would take it. So that's, um, a, good, that's a good point, because ratings, I mean, again, we're not a big ratings podcast, but they seem to be up and it seems like things are are trending in a positive direction for like viewership in WWE product. So it seems like going just off numbers on papers that you wouldn't think you'd want to fuck with that, especially while they're trying to sell it the company before a new TV deal. Yeah. I think as far as what's going to be presented, because we got to think like in the wrestling bubble, people may be quote unquote panicking, but um, stock prices and shit go up because the investors like, Oh, sale, a sale. Mm-hmm. Yeah. yeah, and then I, just imagine it, WWE owned by Disney and like the shareholders and people who are invested in the company are like, fuck yeah, let's go. So let's start. Yeah, I mean, should we just start kind of getting into some of the speculation around the sales? There was kind of the big, not so, red herring, but it was very was a interesting. big scare. It was a big scare, but you know what was funny? So like, yeah, it came out, there was all of a sudden these rumors being posted, not by super credible news sources for wrestling, but that was kind of, you know, circulating around that 
WWE had been sold to uh, like the Saudi Arabian. It's, it's not the tourist fund. I, I, I it's the uh, public here. fund. It's the same uh, fund that owns um, live, live golf or live. Go- I don't remember. Oh, yeah, 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 yeah. And they couldn't do anything. And they also have kind of stakes in some other companies that we may all know and use. Facebook, Disney, sh- shit like that. Like they have, right. they have some. They're 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 tentacles. They're pretty fucking, there. pretty fucking wealthy. And so, like, and I think some of the a reason that like it was because it sounded it looked so ridiculous at first, but also it's like all of this really does kind of feel like Vin. Like there's this element of what Vince McMahon's doing that's like, if I can't have it, no one can, and I'll just get the biggest ch- paycheck I can for it and fuck off. So it would like, make a ton of sense for Saudi Arabia to buy WWE. Like, even though like that rumor was full bullshit, like there's a reason it worked. There's a reason yeah. it tricked everyone. Um, and it's because it, it might happen. They have exactly. They want to take the, if they want to take the company private. Like that would that would be a way to that. And that's that, one of the that's ones where you find that, that kind of cash. That Vince McMahon would be, um, that could potentially stay in power. I know mm-hmm. he's had some some disagreements with the Saudi Arabian government, which um, I, I know I wouldn't want to be on their their payroll, especially as a uh, like an executive. Like wrestlers, sure, yeah. you're staying far away from them. You're going to be in the states most of the time, um, having to do meetings with them because then it can't necessarily just be Vince anymore because somebody'd be above him. Um, well, let's follow. I mean, if we follow, but that, he could like... be technically in power. And like them being private, they don't have to disclose a ton of shit anymore. He could just start fucking wheeling and dealing the way he wants. Fucking every intern in the office, baby. Yeah, I mean, uh, not necessarily that, but like, like it wouldn't be a process to get like Hunter out of his position. No, yeah, it wouldn't be anything. Like he could just fucking like you're gone, you're gone, you're gone, you're gone. Bye, bye, bye. Do you think what? I wonder what would happen. I mean, so like, if let's just like. Of all the different options, if we follow that path for a second, like imagine it confirmed Saudi Arabia public investment fund buys WWE, you immediately have wrestlers. Obviously, Sami Zayn comes to mind immediately. The entire women's division comes to mind immediately. Of like, any 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 queer wrestlers, yeah, like not. What does this mean? And like, are they allowed to get out of their contracts? Are they trapped in these contracts now, working for something that they morally, you know, can't? stand behind like what happens you know and it's only speculation of course but could could they just be like i'm fucking not i'm walking i mean they they're could see it. they'd be held to their contract but yeah, yeah they could i mean i think even like if something happens with hunter and if something happens and they're sold to like saudi arabia i, I wouldn't be surprised if there is some t- kind of talent exodus or um right. And just like uh, maybe even other employees and producers and stuff like that leaving, which is another reason why I'm sure Vince isn't going to start like just like one day be like, Hunter's gone. See you later. I'm back. Like, if anything, mm-hmm. it would be a very slow like, oh, Vince produced this or Vince had this idea. This is something Vince wanted. So they're doing it for him. It would be yeah. something like that. Which then would eventually lead to the. Like, oh, like, he's kind of going to take over Raw, and then Hunter's on SmackDown. And then it's going to be like, oh, Hunter's back with NXT. And then it's like, Hunter's just doing Level Up. And then it's like, Hunter can book one day of live events. Yeah. Hunter's stepping away to spend time with family. 
than terrorizing uh, debuts in AEW. Yeah. So that's what I would I guess... see, just because again, not like, to wrestling fans, this whole thing like was the world imploding. I was doom scrolling, and I'll even admit that I was fucking refreshed. Like something has to fucking come out. Please tell me this isn't real. And then luckily, I wake up and Ariel Hawani and TMZ and CNBC. Like, I. No offense to the Sean Ross. Actually, Sean Ross Sapp was fine. He was like, this is what all the vague tweeting's about. I cannot confirm any of this. Nobody I've talked to has heard of it. They're saying this isn't true. Mm. And then, like, Ariel Hawani, CNBC, TMZ, like a bunch of people. Uh, Brandon Thurston, who does WrestleNomics, so he's in tune with the business end of things. Um, came out and was like, yeah, it's... It's bullshit. Like, it's not actually happening. Saudi Arabia is somebody to watch, though. They're saying right now, there is no deal. There's no deal in principle. There's nothing. They're talking to many people. Because, like, mm-hmm. that, was that, that was Tuesday when that was happening. But Monday before, Nick Khan is at the College Football National Championship game with the president of Disney and the president Bob, of ESPN. Bob, Bob Iger, yeah. Yeah. <laughs> so it's like, I don't think he's there. If, like, the next day, like, they already had the ink drying on that fucking Saudi Arabia deal. Yeah, and I, don't so, think, I don't think Nick Khan's much of a sports fan. I think he's just a fucking businessman. I think that's all he does. <laughs> he's a business fan. Yeah. And so that was, like, at the time of us recording this. So right before that, Steph, like, the same day that those break out, Stephanie McMahon does leave again. So, like, she does step back, actually resigns, actually it's leaves like the post of hours studio. of each other. Like, an exactly. hour or two. And that, and that was factual. Like that was that's for real. And now, to my knowledge, it's just Nick Khan sitting at the seat of the CEO at this yeah, so moment. Nick Khan's the guy who's running day to day operations. Right now, the buck yeah. stops with day to day operations with Nick Khan. That is his position. It is not mm-hmm. Vince, which is fascinating because whole- you know, not that long ago, before all this stuff happened with Vince and before the changeover in power, you know, when he left. We all really thought of Nick Khan as a Vince guy, like, because he was doing all those, oh, yeah. like, ruthless, you know, budget cuts and stuff. But then, like, with the changeover, I think it really just seems like he's just doing what's bad. Like, he looks he's at this company business guy. as a business, and he is running it as a business, um, regardless of who's running it with him. And he's, you know, he kind of fits the mold of what, whatever the company is doing. He will match their, the company's initiatives in the best business way he can. They're like he when Vince zero was in charge, he, he ran it like yeah. Vince was best for while Vince is there. When Hunter was running stuff and Stephanie, he suddenly was a lot like friendlier seeming a guy. It's like, oh no, he's he's just a ruthless businessman. He just like, whatever is in place for him to do, he's going to do it for the best thing to happen to his pocketbook. He came from television. And look out how the only like industry as this like cutthroat and like love you when you're on top and hate you when you're on the bottom than wrestling is, is fucking business. Look at how like Netflix cancel series and stuff. And like oh, all dude, that stuff, yeah. like it's the old, the worlds are really similar to each other. And yeah. the like, entertainment, like kind of whole sector as a whole, I think is just mm-hmm. fucked. And I'm going to throw well, sports the- in there too, because it's like, all of that shit is so yeah. fucked. ESPN and yeah. Disney are one company for a reason. It's insane, mm-hmm. dude. It's, it's like, look absurd. At, I was going to say, like, look how fucked up things are. Um, a little bit of content warning for people listening as far as uh, domestic abuse. 
Just throwing that out there beforehand. So if not skip like something triggering, skip ahead, please. Mm-hmm. About five minutes or so. It won't be long. Um, the person who runs the UFC, former owner, but now he's just essentially the president. He does everything. He's the face of it. Dana White um, was videoed getting into a fight with his wife where she slapped him and then he slapped the shit out of her a couple of times. Um, to show how fucked up the entertainment industry is, he is debuting a slap fight league that's supposed to air on TBS after Dynamite. A slap fight league, that is 100% true. Um, They did not pull the show. They re-recorded some of the audio for the commercials and pushed it back a week. Oh my god! It, it honestly, it is. It's all. Business. And then with UFC, um, the parent company of them, Endeavor, who we can talk about a little bit later, because they will come up. Um, oh. Didn't do anything. He ha- uh, was doing a press conference for the UFC pay per view coming up, and he says, "What's the point of punishing me? Um, it's just going to hurt the fighters and the fights that we have set because I can't promote them, and that's my job." I, the why punishment is I have to live as a person who did that, and while right, while the way he's phrasing it is like okay, well he's at least owning it. What a motherfucker! It, it's the same. It's in the same vein. It's he, he's not going to be accountable, being held accountable for the awful things he did. It it would only be if in if the interest of someone's pockets were getting hurt, then he would actually have to face repercussions. Mm-hmm. It's like you can be a total just piece of shit. Anywhere in the fucking world, and as long as you're still making people money, you can get away with it. Um, it yeah, it's insane, and like that's the thing that sucks is like I want to, I, I just like oh man, it's just it sucks because there's uh, in the back in the WWE side of things, there's so many stories that are leading to these like feels like these big, impactful, incredible stories, and it's like oh, this could all just go so down the fucking toilet. Mm-hmm. So yeah. absolutely good, and it because we're also like. Because look at the, like, we were saying, like, this year in wrestling has been summarized by stuff outside of the product. Like, mm-hmm. which has been a weird year, like, between AEW and this. But both seemed trending in the right direction, like, as a rebound from fucking up. Like, bo- mm-hmm. on both ends. You know, like, WWE was rebounding real hard under, like, this last half of the year. AEW, like, I would say it feels like less of a has less felt like less of a tony khan vanity project for every single second of the product like it was right before it had reached a state of like just like couldn't be more up tony's ass like and no now it's just like pulled out a little bit you know we're just just right at the rim of tony's (laughs) asshole at all times watching that show versus just you know head first straight up it um like and now it's just like oh boy like both sides feel like they could like teeter back over that edge to being in a a shitty place again because like tony's already getting at like his head super full over the shit going on in wwe he's trying to buy it he's asking his dad for money um Papa. Basically. literally Papa. literally 
I mean, he's got never been to my allowance, Papa. I did look it up. Shadid Khan is worth eleven point four billion dollars. So you know, he's a good person to ask. Um, Nothing's. It's not liquid though, because he owns two sports franchises. It's true, but he also. I mean, he has friends and. I was gonna say they, and... they would have to get like a, a partner, but mm. then at that point, then on a, this is just really going a tangent. At that point, I would feel like you almost fold AEW into WWE. Because WWE is going to have the better intellectual property. Exactly, um, exactly. The smaller one's going to get absorbed by the larger one. If that's the smart money, you don't change all the WWE branding. To WWE AEW. considered changing Raw to WCW when they bought it. it, it that was a heavy consideration. They like, like, just keep the WCW branding. Get rid of Raw. It doesn't matter. Like that's that was something yeah. they considered for a second. So yeah, like. So it would be great. Tony, Tony I mean, Vanity time. Yeah. yeah. I mean, or just if if the dad if Shad buys it and then uh just Tony has no cannot touch it with a 10-foot pole. Um that'd be funny. Speak speaking of them, just because this is a thought I've had all week. Since the Jaguars are in the playoffs, what happens if the Jaguars win a Super Bowl? They got WWE, WWE s- does WWE send Tony and Shadid a championship belt? I really hope oh, so. Oh, because they do that. That's awesome. <laughs> That's awesome. They're not going to win, I, but I, that'd be great. Yeah. But they might in the next couple of years. So, yeah. like Weird things I, have happened. I'm trying to think, like, obviously, everything we talk about pretty much from here on out is speculation. I don't think anything else has been confirmed. But if we're, like, thinking about it, when, when Nick Khan was brought into the company, it was to broker that deal with Fox, and he got, like, a billion dollars. The... What was the one billion was, dollars? There was another billion dollar deal after that. I don't know if it was the it wasn't so, Saudi Arabia. The ones that like he's been a part of is the media rights deals. Um, and then he was a, a part of the deal that sold off the WWE network to Peacock exclusively. That's right. Mm-hmm. That's, That's right. the other that billion another, dollar like, deal. Billion dollars. And so if you're now apparently, and this is with people in the know who have connections with um kind of on the business end of things on with the Nick Khan is that he is, has a clause in his contract that's worth big money. Some people have said that it, if they're like, Hey, I'm not going to talk exactly about his money, but it's worth more than a year of AEW TV um, is if he gets a sale done. So there, there is, that's essentially the reason why he is there. It's going to take many years of doing certain things and getting things in place here which we've seen him do. He's great at negotiating things, which we've seen him do. So that was essentially why he's brought in is to sell the company. And so that's where he's at. And there's a lot of money for that. Um, One of the big things, and this is another reason why I think Stephanie had um, resigned is allegedly, and again, we don't know this for facts. This is just what's been reported. Um, Her and Hunter did not want to sell the company. They wanted to keep it within the family. Um, Vince was like, fuck you. And apparently Vince and her don't get along very well on the business. That Nick Khan was a buffer between them. He was the intermediary. He was the one making sure you're good here and you're good here. He probably knew how to speak to both of them so they wouldn't get mad at the other as he's going in between them. And apparently he's also had to do that for Hunter and Vince. I'm guessing right now there's no... There's separation of uh, church and state, if you will, but right. we'll see. 
which kind of that makes sense, right? When it, when it was announced that Stephanie and Nick were going to be co-CEOs, it felt like there's not full trust in Stephanie McMahon, on, on, at least on the part of Vince McMahon. I only I also felt like it that was just the best move they could have made. Like Nick Khan being that ruthless businessman, being co-CEO with Stephanie, who who invented um, women's wrestling, invented women invented women's wrestling. Um, but like I mean, for all we all know that she is at the end of the day a billionaire, a, a white billionaire born into money. Um, yeah, she's not a moral person, but as far as a public image for a giant company goes, she's really fucking good at it. Like, you know, I've worked in like marketing. I've worked I've worked for tech startups and stuff, and like people who like have that same like marketing like attitude and just like mindset and brain um except they all have been like they're almost all terrible at it like they're almost always terrible like even successful companies those like they still fuck up stephanie's really fucking good like if you look at the fact that she has been running the public face of the company run by vince mcmahon and it took them this long to get into some kind of like legal you know issues he's been doing a pretty fucking good job like right and optically it's... like i was gonna say like even like behind the scenes like with people who work with her they all like her mm-hmm. yeah unless exactly. you were on a smackdown in 2002 or you know were the head writer of that show at the time yeah if you were right. dave Lagana. Oh, i was saying paul Heyman. Oh. Dave, <laughs> I, she... I could just i could see paul Heyman just being over all his brilliance like he just would be a difficult motherfucker to work with. Oh he yeah, guys on most hills. Yeah. Oh yeah, dude. Paul Heyman sure. like, might actually be the devil, but I think he'll con his way into heaven when he dies. Like, <laughs> that's on, honestly. Yeah, know, it's, it's so interesting, dude. With like just like, with Stephanie I, and I was gonna and, say just like imagine with Heyman, I could just like like the stupidest thing. It's like okay, so Rey Mysterio is gonna go first. I don't think he should go. And then it's like an hour conversation that he shouldn't be coming out first, that he needs to come out second. And here's why. And it's an hour long, like passionate promo. And then just fine. Fine. Paul. Yes. You're right. <laughs> Fuck. Fuck. No, I, if I could have my way, it would be Stephanie and Triple H. I feel like it just looks like it makes WWE feel more wholesome. You have it's like a mom and pop shop kind of feel when you got <laughs> Stephanie McMahon and Triple H, like a, uh, you know, running the, it. The two at one time, the two most despised yeah. performers in the world of wrestling public, are now they're like smart with baby face. Smart with the public perception, exactly. Mm-hmm. They they know how to make it look like wholesome and shit, and so it's like. I don't know, but it's a, it, it just this Vince cloud looms over all. And so that's I doubt it. Right. I mean, there's like fucking so low of a chance that that, that the AEW pulls out the money to buy WWE. It's a funny thing. That's but I just like, but it, I can't it, imagine. It is like low odds, but it's not zero. And also WWE bought WCW at one point in like a met like even go two years before that happened. You say that's never happening. Like, no, like Ted Turner, like, no, that's never going to happen. But it happened, like, and then, you know, it could, like, if Tony pitches his dad, like, Tony already pitched his dad on making a new wrestling company. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Out of nowhere, that's true. Of, yeah. And imagine, that company out of nowhere, dude. Imagine if he says, like, especially if Tony found the right investor, like, 
and went pitched to his dad and said, we'll have a monopoly on one of the biggest like entertainment products in the world, you know? Yeah, that's yeah. true. His dad would be like, okay. Yeah, it's true. And then the other kind of speculations are like giant, like, like, a, like a Disney perchance. Disney, Amazon. Um, I've, I got a list here and some odds. Hit us. Uh, have they started taking bets again? Um, I think this is what the, like they, some of them stopped because of that news. And mm. um, this is just, and this is a uh, dated as of yesterday. Okay. Before you go into those, also, I was going to say earlier, um, for those wrestling rumors, a lesson I learned with this one, notice when it gets, you know, news comes out on Twitter or not, if it is in between everyone but Sean Rosslap being in bed, because he's like, always, he's always on Twitter, um, and um, Cultaholic and What Culture being awake yet, that means it's bullshit. If it gets published in between the times when people could vet it, so, like, basically what happened is, like, that news came out right as all the, like, American, like, wrestling journalists were going to bed. And That's then, a good point. Like, but before all the English ones were up. So, like, everyone just woke up to what culture and cultaholic, like, a million news stories saying this happened and this happened and this happened because no one was there to vet it yet. Do you know what's so fun? That's such a good point because when I read that and I'm not smart, like, I mean, you know, I'm, I can get around, I get by. But like I, I was like, well, it's because they. I'm sure they work different business hours in Saudi Arabia. <laughs> I was like, I thought that too. I was like, it's late. It's late for news like this to be breaking. But it actually, what it would have been like in the middle of the day over there, or like that's what I thought. At, like it would, it makes some sense. But just that's a a quick little tip to like see to vet some wrestling rumors or not. That's the thing. If I look up something and it's just by like a, you know, a news source I've never ever heard of. I get, I mean, I was definitely like enthralled by it, but I, I was noticing that right away. It's like after a couple hours, we weren't seeing the, the big, big names g confirming anything. And so yeah. it was the and same so, thing, like I'll, I'll check in the morning. Yeah. So like with that, cause you had like some people like uh, Brian Alvarez and some others were doing the whole big, like, Oh, some big news could be coming. Like it's monster news eminent. And then people like Steve Mulhausen, who, um, was also the one that said that Mercedes Monet was going to be the, the former Sasha Banks was going to be the partner with Soraya and that she was going to be debuting at the forum um, as of this recording. That that was uh, Wednesday and it did not happen. That did not happen. Is he no DQ? He's, he's the zone. That's right. No DQ also just like mirrors everything. I think no, no DQ is like a ringside news where they just like Aggregate. as as reported by blah blah mm. blah yeah um and so it was Cassidy Haynes of bodyslam.net which has had some news stories that were not true happen in the past and then um the guy Steve Mulhausen from Dzone um with that they're the ones that said this is what's happening and it's a done deal it is sold and then every like as I said everybody else was like We've heard some of this, but we've also heard that nothing's like it's not true. We were gonna wait, we're waiting to get confirmation, but this is what is the tweets and all this shit's about. And the people were that's when like the sky was falling. Everybody had the chicken little moment, um, mm -hmm. which may still happen. We still may actually exactly. have the sky it's, fall. Um, we're not out of the it's woods. Not out of the question. But it is um, not yet. 
Um, also, with that, there is apparently to, before SmackDown uh, that is going to be tonight from Green Bay, Wisconsin. Um, my heart's still broken from Sunday, by the way. I still hurt. Sorry. It's all right. Um, it's because of their Mariners, Isai. I know. It's just a disappointing time. Um, it is an all-talent meeting, which it could be just a meeting to say, hey, don't worry about what's going on here. Go put on a good show for the fans. Right. You guys may have heard of some rumors going around. Nothing's confirmed. I'm I'm really curious, though. What what are those betting odds looking like as far as who would buy WWE? Yeah. Does it me... also say what their price tag is? Like, what like, is there a speculated price tag of what WWE would cost? They must have a valuation, right? I, I'm, I'm, I don't have it with me. I'll try to look it up. I'm going to Google. Good. How much does WWE cost? I have a 46-inch monitor right now, so I might as well just <laughs> okay, use some windows. Okay, jealous. Yeah, 46 inches. All right, so <laughs> this is the odds for buying WWE, so the potential suitors. The odds for Comcast is a minus 140, which means they are a favorite. That means if you bet 100, uh, you'd have to bet $140 to win 100. Oh, okay. okay. I don't know how gambling works, so thank you. Yeah, for that. so like to be able to like like to to like win like a hundred dollars, you'd have to bet a hundred and forty. So it's not like a like you know one to one bet. Gotcha. The next one is Disney at a plus three fifty, which that means for betting is if you bet one hundred dollars, you will win three fifty. You said so. NBC is the front runner. Is that what you said? Yeah, Comcast. Comcast slash NBC okay. Universal. Which makes makes sense also just how they've been in partnership with WWE since um, Saturday night's main event, you know, like for a long yeah. time. Yeah, so oh, it's one okay. of those things gotcha. where it's um, a Comcast, like that's just kind of the one. Um, because they already give them just millions and millions of hundreds of millions of dollars and they're the one, WWE, then in return is the reason why it seems like USA Network still has viewers. Um, we got Disney at 350, which again makes sense. They are the they are buying up IP left and right. Um, they want to own it all, and then the, Disney would then also have ESPN, ABC, um, Disney Plus, like all this stuff. To they would have Rock the Ride at Disneyland, like yeah. You can't see me, the John Cena Jordan's experience. <laughs> Instead of teacups, you actually sit in big jorts. That's a ride I want to go on. Um, then we have the uh, Saudi Arabian government at a plus 750, which honestly, I feel like putting some money down for them. It's a good return on investment for me. <laughs> <laughs> Why don't, you, why don't we all make a little money off of this, eh? Let's <laughs> all make a little money on this. The next one is Endeavor Group Holdings. So Endeavor, who are the owner also of UFC. And so to be able to have kind of the combat sports world, like both scripted and non-scripted, like as your two big properties is huge because they also understand the value of live events and live sports. Um, and it's a cheap way to get it, get it instead of having to deal with the NFL. <laughs> hmm. um, Amazon would be at plus nine fifty, and all these other ones are over a thousand. But then we got Netflix, Fox, 
Warner Brothers Discovery, which would be very interesting. Because they um, own TBS, right? And TNT. They own TBS. So right now they're partners with AEW, but like you figure they would just drop them at that point. Um, or, Liberty Media. Like this, yeah, um, or, or own both. Yeah, but it'd be a um, conflict of interest. WWE used oh. to be on uh, a Turner-owned network at the same time as WCW for a, a brief period. Who knows? Then we got Dwayne The Rock Johnson and his company. <laughs> and, his, and then yes. finally at, at plus 3,000 right here, it's uh, All Elite Wrestling. What if The Rock just, um, he was like, um, I'll give you... I'll give you a hundred million dollars and you can have the XFL back. Jeez. That'd be funny. You can also have the XFL back. What if the rock bought it? What if the rock bought it and then just shuttered it and went like, that's for saying die Rocky die fans. Now I took away your favorite thing. (laughs) Pieces of shit. My quick Google search showed that it's like the company is valued at just over a a billion dollars. Like one point zero nine billion or something. I don't know what it would sell for. I have I have no fuck. That's I'm not even. Death, yeah, but. I've been looking and just yeah. No one's even really speculating on that right now. So yeah. So it, who knows? But I mean, it, it, that's a nice chunk of change for sure. Oh, let me take a look here. Sportico. Let's see. Sounds like sounds like a nickname. Get over here, Sportico. Because they would have to pay, they're going to pay more than what their valuation is because these fuckers have to to get money. Mm -hmm. But you got to think if it's over a billion dollars, yeah, it's like. Because, uh, okay, so at the price, WWE's enterprise value of 8.6 billion is just one digit multiple of the rights fees committed to WWE already. Okay, Uh, I'm guessing about 8. A billion dollars. Okay, that changes things. Yeah, but who knows? Probably like probably around like five to eight billion dollars, um, which makes sense. Just because yeah. of their rights fees and what they're able to negotiate and shit. Mark, you know, Mark Cuban's a wrestling fan. That's true. He could put together a, a probably a deal real quick. Hell, it'd be an episode of Shark Tank. Talk about some uh, synergy. <laughs> yeah, me. This is Luca. This is my best friend, Luca. <laughs> fucking that guy is a fucking animal. Um, but yeah, I, just, I hope I hope wherever it lands that it, I, you know, I obviously like the thing that's most important on our end is a that the entertainers, the people working for WWE, aren't working for anything morally despicable or like anything that goes against their own values and shit and that they're taken care of but also like i just hope that product stays good don't fuck with it just let it be hey, all of the star wars shows are still great <laughs> i agree with you i agree with you i will take but, that stance with you 100 percent. Uh, i i will not but even though i, I like to. it i just like being tossed in that world and it's honestly kind of how i feel about wrestling it's like i just like being thrown in the world even if it sucks it's like eh. I could have spent a couple of, you know, I could have been doing something else that was lamer in my mind. So it's like, I'll take it what I can get. But if owned by like Saudi Arabia, it's like, ah, oh, that's hard. Mm. Yeah, like, besides the Saudi government, I think actually the, the, the one thing I don't want to happen is, a, is the cons buying it. I don't want it to be a monopoly. Like, 
No, I'm glad. Either. Yeah, it's good for there to be competition. It's good for there to be alternatives for people to go work. Yeah. Um, I think I think AEW genuinely is a great thing for the wrestling world that it exists and that it's you know chugging along and doing good and that it's growing as a company. I don't. They're not ready to run an eight billion dollar company. They're running a company that's making hopefully a hundred million like this year and then as uh-huh. a, a couple news stories that have gone out right now is that apparently like literally right now as we've been recording is that vince is already just like going in there and just criticizing some other departments saying hey you guys aren't doing things correctly so that's always fun um i'm back and so and he, better than ever. it's not that he has any like he's telling him do like do this he's just pretty much telling him you guys suck yeah, so like, what's up, nerds? Yeah, and then um, got something on your shirt, and then flicks him in the <laughs> nose. Fuck yeah! It's yeah, pretty much just telling him you guys are doing a shitty job hard because he's just like, you guys can be making more money. Isn't happy? It's work. God damn it! It just um, sucks, dude. It just and sucks. then the other uh, report that just like posted just a minute ago, um, the Fightful reached out to contacts with Disney and Comcast, who spoke on conditions of on- anonymity. But um, both companies have clearly heard the rumors and know that it's like there's talks about them buying it, but they find it very hard to believe that any major company would want to retain Vince McMahon's services in any any capacity if they could help it. So essentially, it's like, yeah, they want to buy it, but like nobody really wants Vince. I would not be surprised if that was like a condition of the sale is like you also hand over all of your fucking all the bennies you're hanging on to right now are belong to us. Yeah, and they, they, the thing is, is, they probably would, like, at the end of the day, he'd probably negotiate and get put in a role that wouldn't be very, that wouldn't be as harmful, if you will, if he's in that role. Yeah, they'll pay him to stay at home and have a time. He's just like, yeah, he'll be the Walmart greeter of WWE. Exactly, and I wouldn't be surprised if he ends up taking that because at the end of the day, if he's selling to somebody and it is a private company and the board's like, this is what we want to do, um, this is what we have to do or whatever because they still kind of have to go by certain bylaws and certain things like within, uh, I always forget, like being, have to fucking keep the interest of your shareholders because you owe them money, essentially. Um Yeah is that he would probably take that deal if it's worth enough money. Yeah, I mean, he's he, he has, like, a pharaoh mindset. He's building a pyramid and stuffing it full of gold to go die, like, just yeah. dying. He's not going to leave any to any of his kids. He fucking hates them. Dude, like, right? Except for John Cena. True. John's going to make, make a lot of bank. And Austin Theory. <laughs> his, his, his two kids, John Cena and Brock Lesnar, and his grandkid, Pat McAfee. <laughs> yeah, pretty much. Hey, hey there, dad-in-law. It's me, Sable. But d- just when you think... Oh, is that, hey, is that weird? She sued what? them, like, twice. Hmm? Yeah. And, and then she just shows Her... up, hello, boys. I mean, she's a... Per- I mean, okay. This, like... Brock romanced her by stalking her. And then, like, and she came back to that, that that same company like less than a year after like settling out of suit for like sexual harassment. Like, 
not blaming victim in any way here, but I'm just saying Sable specifically um, doesn't give a shit. Like Rio Lesnar. Yeah. (laughs) Morality's not high on her. Well, also because there was a lot of speculation that her and Vince were having extracurriculars. Mm -hmm. Knocking boots. Interesting. And not, I don't like thinking about that. They're pronounced boobs. No, I don't like knocking boobs. I, I can't. I just feel you for like the sable dance with Vince McMahon. I love it. To be honest, I love it. God. But I mean that's kind of where we are. I mean that's I mean that's that's where things stand as of Friday the thirteenth. We're on the brink of disaster and also the brink of maybe some good stuff. So it's real what a fucking line to walk. Exactly. Just when New Year, same bullshit. What is this? But, my entire personal life? Yeah, let's make me- let's make wrestling messy again. You know what I mean? We can't oh. we can't keep we can't keep uh you know we can't get too comfortable out here. We we can't enjoy something. No, I did get to go. Uh, uh, Katie and I went to a um a rampage taping in Portland. It was the AEW debut, and god damn it, is wrestling not just fun? It's not honestly. I'm not trying to be rude. None of the, the either AEW Dark Rampage or Battle of the Belts that we watched tape live would I have watched from my couch. But it's just fun to see. You know, the stars got to see Daniel Bryan and or Brian Danielson and John Moxley wrestle. That was noise. But nice. uh, at the end of the day, man, it's just wrestling's a good goddamn time, there, and I like. There's still like, like there, there's great wrestling still like even like all this distraction stuff. It's a little hard to like really let yourself enjoy it but like last week like i watched um Dan- you know brian danielson versus Takeshita on just on my tv that was fucking yeah. incredible like it's good stuff it's really it's good stuff a- um adam cole came back and he's gonna fight his you know spider-man meme jay white two guys who wrestle Love the it. same yeah the, the 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 wheels keep turning you know wrestling's always gonna be there but it's like it's so wild like it seems like people who are not usually tapped in to like, you know, or give too much interest to all the behind the scenes things, like even that that we like and stuff, it's like it's being forced down your throat at this point because it is yeah. a fucking wild story. There's probably going to be all kinds of documentaries and shit about it. If it all, yeah. I hope it, you know, we'll see if it all goes fire festival on us. But well, if they're bought by Disney, it'll be on Disney Plus like exactly one year after the sale comes out. They're like, yeah, they're, like... they're filming it now. They have the cameras rolling for the, the footage. Yeah, and I, I hope they get bought by somebody that isn't, I mean, that isn't Saudi Arabia, to be honest. Uh, Anything but. Because at that please. point, I could just, like, it's, it, it just gets harder and harder knowing that, like, that, but the thing is, like, then what makes it tough is, like, I know it's nobody that's actually theirs' fault, and it's just essentially just, like, one fucking shitty old guy that's really fucking everybody. Yeah, it's it just such shits a on weird everyone. thing. And so it, yeah. it'd be super tough to like really be a fan or continue watching at that mm-hmm. point. I like I was having that thought of like Saudi Ara- if Saudi Arabia bought WWE could like could I let myself watch it? And I'm like I don't know. Like I definitely would not ever give them money. Like yeah, mm-hmm. hard, like hard stance. I would never ever give them money again. But like. Oh, man. It's tough because it's like he's not good enough to be my only option, right? And that's the thing. It's like at the end of the day, if if the wrestling is really good, if the people are if if the people who are wrestling are being taken care of, 
I can get lost in a show. I don't think, I don't know. It's so, but yeah, be, I don't know if I, I don't know. I don't know. I would hate to be forced with that kind of uh, a dilemma. And mostly it's just because it's the people who are put, showing up every day, putting in the work, who are going to be really affected by, you know, who takes over management. And so I just hope whoever yeah. does end up with WWE keeps enough things in place that it doesn't make it a god-awful situation. And I just don't see a, a world where Saudi Arabian public interest fund or whatever buys it and then it's a great environment for all involved so but that's, that's the one out. where the company would go private and it end up being a a very vince environment so hmm. let's just cross our fingers that that does not happen um but i and i wonder if it'll that's the thing too that leak got me thinking oh this is going to happen soon because i remember when that letter of intent came out i was like all right this is going to be an interesting year hearing how all this goes and then it's like wwe got sold and now i'm like what is yeah. the timeline to expect on some shit um, like this probably around it'll be after mania to be probably looking around late spring early summer um because that's yeah, also when you'd want to start getting into like the rights fees negotiations because you essentially you need to sell the company before you negotiate like before they know who they're negotiating with because like why would comcast be like hey we want to buy this but hey let's also negotiate this other contract where we're going to give you lots of money like no because they're tv deals it's one of the other whereas yeah yeah so if comcast buys them like cool we don't have to worry about negotiations because we just own it which is honestly the smartest thing they could ever fucking do is buy that company Jesus Christ, they'd be stupid if they didn't, to be honest. They've already yeah. spent so much money on its con- on that company's content over the years, they can now see it as an investment. Yeah, because like, then right? you just own the content, and it's going to keep churning out more content. So instead of spending every four or five years, you know, upwards of like two, three, four billion dollars, buy it for eight, and call it a day. You now right. own that and all the back catalog. You get I'd... SmackDown back. You get it all. Yeah. Um, where would they put SmackDown? Like, just, just on NBC? I wouldn't be surprised. Yeah. I would Could really, be kind of like, sick. That would be <laughs> sick. I mean, just, yeah. Have, like, I don't know, Michael Scott there. <laughs> yeah, dude. Steve Carell at a fucking, like, in oh, the front row at, like, a Royal Rumble. Michael Scott. I'm so sorry. My apologies. Not the one that, not the real man that ages and looks different. No, no. But I, that, I mean, it, unless there's anything else, on, I think that's where we're at. I think that's yeah, where, that we're, at where we're at. And uh, just want to say thank you all for listening. Uh, happy uh, Rusev Day. Oh, we're going to be at Tree Fort. That got announced yesterday. Oh, Tree hey, Fort, Tree baby. Fort, us. Boise, Idaho. And um, I'm going to not say the time because we, we haven't confirmed it officially between each other so i just want to make sure we do that first but uh so keep your pervy little eyes peeled folks because we'll be announcing when and where you can see the flesh suits that embody the genuine wrestle boys and we'll have ear condoms for you all it's for your bet it's for your protection it's absolutely Mm -hmm. for your protection um and with that i hope you all have a wonderful whatever and wrestle boys uh 316 says i thought jimmy dean was a fake sausage man (laughs) 